0: good evening ladies and gentlemen we are tonight's entertainment
1: Cy warning what you will see in the movie pieces cannot be revealed cannot be described cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. I think cinephiles are, are on this other end of the spectrum. But I think a cinephile is more of a student of cinema. A movie lover is going to be less discriminated. Sidequest. Thanks some of this, Michael. Be one of us. Sometimes, that is better. I'm sick for
0: fuck's using one too many movies. No. Don't you blame the movie!
1: Sidequest, I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Okay. Show me. Sidequest, the podcast. You opened it, we came. It's just a podcast! We'll review your
0: movie from every angle. SideQuest.
1: Hello and welcome listeners to SideQuest Podcast. We've uh, taken a bit of a hiatus, but we are back and I will say most of that is on my end. But before I kind of get into here on episode number 19 of what we're going to be covering, let me first introduce myself as I am David Garrett Jr. from Journey with a Cinephile Podcast. And I'm being joined by...
0: It's your main man, Jake, from Dark Mariachi Studios, and I'm here representing Tarket's Fuller Reviews podcast.
1: Perfect. And then, before we kind of do a little bit of back and forth, we are going to be covering the movie Pieces, as this is one that neither of us had ever seen, but it sounds like both of us had been close on pulling the trigger to watching this, but finally kind of got around to it. But as I'll say before we get into that, um, how have things been going on your end?
0: Uh, pretty good, man. Um been focusing more on my um my own short film stuff I've been working on. Um I know I talked to you a little okay, bit about yeah. that. I know the all you guys yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been on, like you were saying, it was a little hiatus. But um yeah, I got some of that stuff actually going. Um I got one that's gonna release well this podcast time is in May, but it's gonna release pretty soon uh, this month. So uh good. anybody listening, be sure to check in on that later from Dark Mariachi Studios on YouTube. But uh, awesome. besides that man just you know working on videos and working on uh this family man Now talking about family, man, I know that's something you've been working on here yeah really heavy lately. so what's going on with you man dude? Had you had the baby yeah, the that's... last podcast, I don't remember.
1: I did not. I know she was, my wife Jamie was pregnant, but yeah, we actually kind of ran into some complications where she had the baby early due to preeclampsia. And now she is actually, um, she's six months old. She's going to be on the 23rd of this month. She, or actually, I think it's the 24th. My wedding anniversary is on the 23rd, and her birthday was one day after our wedding anniversary. So now I am forever confused as to which day is which. <laughs> but I believe that we got married on October 23rd. Our baby's birthday, Mackenzie, is October 24th. So a couple of weeks here, she will actually be seven months old.
0: Oh, wow. So that's, so, and she's a cutie. She's a cutie pie.
1: Well, she, thank you.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah man, I'm happy for you man. I'm glad that everything's working out good on that. Thank end, you. Man. So how How's your sleep, yeah, she... how's your sleep going?
1: Huh? <laughs> um, actually, as of the last couple days, I think we figured out a fix for the sleep regression we were dealing with, but everything leading up to that, we started taking her to daycare a little over a month ago. So that first Friday, she came home with a cold, and then my wife and I there in turn got a cold and we both have been kind of dealing with the after effects where she seems to just have congestion. So we kind of got the raw end of that deal.
0: Yeah, and that's the bad thing when you have kids. Whenever they go to school, other kids always get them sick, and then they always get you sick. Yep. <laughs> but you yep. still got stuff to do. But they can kind of, you know, relax. But you gotta still gotta do your things while you're sick.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you, man. The amount of times I've gotten sick because my kids are sick and brought it home. Man. It's it's crazy. So just look forward to that as your future, man. Because the older they get, the more kids they interact with, <laughs> the more you're gonna. Yeah, no,
1: that. that's uh, yeah, we uh, we came to terms with it before we even had her, and now that we she's here, we definitely are. Uh, we're already we're already seeing the beginnings of it, and we're just kind of knowing that that's gonna be forever going forward.
0: Yeah, but it's fun, man. It's fun for sure. Though. So
1: yeah, for sure.
0: But yeah, man. But uh, yeah, this is a movie, man. Let's we can jump back and start talking about the movie a little bit. This is something that uh. Um, yeah. I don't really, I, I always do this when I'm watching, you know, looking for something to watch. I'll flip through a lot of titles and I'm always yeah. looking for something interesting that I hadn't seen. And I flip past this, man. I know I have a few times because I started getting on right. Tubi 2B a little bit more, too, because they got yeah. they got a pretty good selection, man. We're not sponsored by Tubi, but they I'm, really I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, this is not a paid they endorsement. Really but I, I really do think that they are a really good selection for free horror movies. An old-school classic yeah. movie that you've never seen. So, yeah, man. Like, For sure. I passed by this a few times, but you know what? I'm going to start pushing pushing, play on some of this stuff a little bit more, man, because I feel like this was a missed opportunity. I should have saw this a year ago, maybe. <laughs> well,
1: it's funny you say that because one of my favorite podcasters, he has been on at least three, maybe more, where people just, when they go to cover this movie, will invite him on because he loves this so much. And hearing him talk about it and just some of the things he said that I was like, okay, this is going on a list. Like, I'm going to watch this. But kind of like you, where I probably should have watched this years ago. But for whatever reason, I just kept passing it up. And finally, when we were talking about coming back and doing this, I was like, why don't we just watch this one? This kind of fits our, like, MO where we like to do more of these, like, exploitation-type movies. And this one's a little bit lower budget. And this is kind of the ones that we tend to have more fun with.
0: Yeah, I I mean – it's, it's really well made too, man. So I love that we find these yeah. like gems that are, that a lot of people probably haven't seen. But you find like a lot of fun and a lot of like competent made movies, man. Honestly, whether yeah. whether it's a great movie or not, that'll be debated later. But as far as the filmmaking, man, this is as competent as it can be. Agreed. And that's not that's something we always seem to find, man. In all these movies, I feel like
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: Well, I can't. I, I won't say. And not in every movie. But a good a good percentage. I think we were higher than at least eighty five percent. I would say. I've been some some classic movies.
1: All right. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to kind of talk about before we kind of started getting into this one? Uh, no, we can jump in, man. I'm ready. Okay. All right. So then, just to introduce this, this is pieces. This actually goes by the original title of Mil Gritos Tene La Noche. This is from nineteen eighty two. Directed by Juan Piquer Simone. And then he also did some uncredited work on the screenplay, but it was written by Dick Randall and Roberto Leola. Stars Christopher George, Linda Day George, and Frank Brana. This is a horror mystery thriller film. I believe that's the only subgenres are given this one. Let me just double check that. That is. And this is a film from Spain, actually. And then our synopsis is the co-eds of Boston College campus are targeted by a mysterious killer who is creating a human jigsaw puzzle from their body parts. So then for this one, we actually kicked this off back in, it actually starts in Boston, back oh. in 42, where we have hey, a...
0: Uh, hey man, before yes. we jump to, jump into the story, man, I do want to talk about that director real yeah. quick. Just, just real quick oh, yeah, before yeah, we jump sure. into it. Because um, just yeah. looking at this movie, I checked out a couple of his other known for movies. Uh, Slugs from 1988, which is something I'm 100% going to check out.
1: <laughs> yep, that's a fun one. I would recommend that one.
0: And if you watch the trailer, anybody that wants to just watch the trailer, man, it looks fun. It looks like a fun movie. Uh, yeah. He's got another movie called The Rift, and it's kind of like an undersea, uh, I don't know if it's like The Abyss. I'm trying to think of the other. There's a movie with Peter Weller. I think it's called like Six uh, Degrees uh, something.
1: It's uh, Leviathan. Leviathan,
0: yeah it's something like that but it's got yeah. uh what's his name Arlie you ermy arley yep he's like the captain of this boat or whatever so it's got some movies that i really want to check out based on his work here it's sad that uh yeah. and rest in peace because he passed away early 2000s but uh okay. i wish i would have got to see him get the chance to do some more movies
1: because i remember the guy
0: from the other what's the last movie we did uh, it's been a while now but he, he didn't make a lot of um, movies
1: um, Anthropophagus?
0: Maybe it was that guy. But it was it was one of those guys that had made a lot of movies after this, and I didn't understand why because the movie was shot so well. But this is another yeah. guy where I was like, I wish he had made like a lot more of these crazy movies, like the ones I was mentioning, because you know, I would love to I would have loved to enjoy a few more years of him.
1: I will say Slugs is kind of in the same vein as this where it's fun. That one obviously is about killer slugs that is actually I think based off of a novel. So like there is some like source material that they're working for. I mean that one is better than it has any right to be and like I said I had, I enjoyed it. It's not great but it's fun. Okay, cool. All right, so then this starts in 1942. Which I think is kind of interesting, is that we have this boy who is putting together a puzzle of a nude woman, which is kind of fitting, you know, the movie being called Pieces, and he's putting together puzzle pieces, while he's singing Humpty Dumpty, which a song about an egg being cracked and then trying to put the pieces back together again. Now, what ends up happening here, though, is this kid's mother comes in and is irate seeing him put together this filthy puzzle, according to her. Now, she calls him dirty and a bastard like his father, and... And this kid ends up snapping and kills his mother. But it's actually kind of interesting what happens when he does after this is that he pretends that somebody else did it by hiding in the closet and he's sent away. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of a cool opening to kind of set the stage.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of weird, man, because obviously you don't want your kid doing, making a new woman puzzle. I don't know how, how old this kid's right. supposed to be at this time. He looks, what, like 10 maybe?
1: I don't know. I, that's kind of what I had in my head was probably, Pre-teen, like, maybe? not necessarily like, right. Yeah, he's he's probably, like, 10 to, like, 12. Yeah,
0: so you don't really want him doing that. And the mom is so irate. She comes in hot. Like, like yes. she goes from 0 to 100, like, right away. So, obviously, she's had some issues with the, with the dad because she's like, you're just like your father. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a story here that hadn't been told about her and the dad previous. this because well, you're kind of talking
1: <laughs> about it is that it seems to me, like, I assume that her husband was in the military and then, like, ran off with a woman at some point, and that's why she's taking it out on the sun. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there are, like... And see, I, I was thinking, like, well, maybe she sure.
0: made that up just to protect face in this neighborhood or something. And he ran away. He ran off with somebody. No, he went to the Air Force. So That's, that's what, that's what I thought. It could be, because... But you never know in this kind it of... Could be. It could
1: be in the 1940s. Yeah, you
0: never... But wait a minute, 1942? So we're talking about... World War Two is about to happen, right? Or is it already happening? It happens, happening. Oh, wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. Is it World War Two?
1: Because it ended yes, in forty-five, uh, right? Yeah. So, so World I don't War Two is happening US, at this moment, really? If it's if it's not happening, it's about to start. I know the U.S. Oh, wasn't wow. involved yet, but okay. yeah, it's right about there.
0: So maybe, yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe he got dra- he got drafted. <laughs> Or he just so volunteered
1: maybe, to get away from her.
0: <laughs> Either way, yeah. I didn't even put together that this is happening during World War Two. That's a weird backdrop. Or right yeah. before World War that's a weird backdrop that really isn't even necessary. <laughs> okay.
1: And actually <laughs> oh, it would know, make it also interesting too is that if our director is from Spain, now they were neutral if memory serves during World War Two, but they would have been involved still in 42 before the United States would have
0: been. Yeah, so that's kind of So he could
1: have easily got it confused without actually realizing it. Yeah,
0: just thinking about his own uh history. And you know what else I thought yeah. was funny? <laughs> so What's that? So yeah, he kills the mom, which is crazy it was a crazy bloody scene. Then he starts putting the puzzle back together yeah. while wow, this I guess this lady was coming to visit or something. This old lady who's knocking yeah. on the door. So right. so I guess time I don't know how much time passes, but when the cops finally get in there, they see the mom's head in the closet. And then, the little, yeah. like you said, the little boy is kind of hiding in the other closet. This is what blew my mind. The old lady's like, he's got an aunt that lives down the hour away. And the cop's like, okay. So you're not going to question this little boy about what happened at all? You're just going to let him leave? I, that blew me I away. Like, Don't you want to know if he, he's alive? So obviously he's covered in blood. Did he see something? You don't want to ask him one right. question? <laughs> I, kept I mean, that, like, ask him, not ask him. Sus-
1: I mean, yeah, if this kid's not a suspect, you would at least want to find out if he knows more, like about what happened. And
0: he's not a little kid, uh, so he right. can probably, you know, explain to you a little better than like a you know like a young kid could. You know what I mean? Like, right. But they're like, Agreed. uh, case closed. We got a killer. Case closed. Uh, send him yeah. with his aunt. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, he never gets to resolve that issue. Obviously.
1: <laughs>
0: right. But what? Why is he so mad? We we'll never find out. I guess. But I was really I like, would, why is he? I mean, so mad?
1: I kind of just take it as that his mother. This isn't the first time she's done it. He just finally snapped. And this is
0: the breaking point. So this is probably the the uh, the last time of probably a, a dozen times.
1: <laughs> right, like that. That's finally that straw that broke the camel's back.
0: Yeah. Okay, so then we go what forty years later here.
1: Yes, yes, we do, and then now we kind of get a interesting. Well, actually, before we even get to the campus itself, we see somebody taking a box that has the bloody dress of the mother and her shoes out of it, and I believe they actually start to put the puzzle together a little bit. But then we go over to the college campus where we have this weird scene to kick it off, where a woman on roller skates crashes into a mirror. You know what? Before it, somebody gets attacked.
0: You know what this scene kind of felt like to me, but I don't. I'm, I can't. I didn't fact check it. It felt like that Superman three opening almost. Where there's like a weird kinda, yeah. com- comedic opening, it felt almost like that kind yeah. of vibe. But I don't know when that movie was. I know it was around this time, but I don't know if it was earlier or after. I feel like it might have been around this time, though. Superman three, but uh, it felt it like a really been. and it, I felt like it's just setting the tone. It's just gonna be a comedic movie, but they're weird. It's gonna it's gonna be comedy in this in this movie, but they're weird with how they kind of divvy that up. You know what I mean? The comedy is there, but it's kind of weird.
1: Agreed, and it's actually—I um, just looked it up. Superman three came out a year later in '83, so
0: they copied the slapstick from this movie.
1: They did, yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's a yeah. That was a, that's a weird that's a weird thing to do. But that might have been popular at this time, just to do those kind of comedic moments.
1: I feel like it is, yeah. especially to just kind of set the tone.
0: And she's roller skating. I mean, uh, skateboarding, but yeah,
1: she doesn't yeah, that's seem what like she is.
0: knows how to skateboard.
1: She it doesn't seem, seem like. So I'm it.
0: like what. I don't feel like you would skateboard if you don't, I don't know. And then, like, wait a minute. Let me make sure, because we're going to see a girl laying on the on the ground studying. Is this the same girl?
1: It's actually funny. I saw some trivia. It is. It's the same exact girl. So she ran into
0: a mirror and completely broke it and didn't get any cuts or bruises? <laughs> Is that what they It's the same
1: saying? actress. I don't know if it's supposed to be the same character or not. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it was just budgetary or not, but... Because that blew me away that she weird... ran into
0: that mirror and then all of a sudden she's got no cuts and she's just studying.
1: Right, and then she's just sitting over on this thing trying to study while we have Willard in the background trying to um, trim hedges with a chainsaw.
0: Yeah. So you want to get into this next moment or you want to talk about Willard?
1: <laughs> uh, well we'll get back into Willard just because they do kind of come back to him a few times, but yeah, we see him talking to this young lady who ends up shortly after getting annoyed with him. And then somebody comes out of nowhere and just cuts her head off in the middle of the day in this park.
0: Yeah. The, and the chainsaw, we see the other guy's chainsaw, but then another guy comes yeah. with a chainsaw. So she's not really bothered by it. I guess, cause she thought it was the other guy, but no, nah, it wasn't. Right. <laughs> and She got cut up. She got her, her slice. Now I thought the I thought the effect was pretty good on that. The quick the quick cuts.
1: I did too. Like it almost seems like they knew they couldn't make it look great, so they got you to that point where it might start looking fake and then they cut away which is strategic.
0: Yeah, and I feel like uh going going forward that'd be something we talk about how they they show you real quick and then cut away before it does look too, you know, too bad. They they, they they're good about that Agreed. in this movie, I think. Agreed. Okay, you know what else I thought um, so wait a minute. We're going to the school next.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: That was my next note about the school, about the group of girls and our group of friends that are. We're gonna meet Professor uh, Brown, I believe his
1: name. Yes. Yeah. That's really weird.
0: This is a weird moment. Did you feel like there was a laugh track at it?
1: So I mean, it. If it wasn't, they should have because of just like. Professor Arthur Brown is not good looking, but everybody on this campus feel like acts like he's this stud.
0: Yeah. And it, it was, a and weird, I don't understand. It was a really weird. And they were all like, kind of like, Oh, there's, Ooh, Ooh, they're all making sounds and stuff. And I'm like, what are we right. talking about? And later we'll find out why, <laughs> but, but earlier in the movie, and even we have this girl that's trying to flirt with them. Yeah. And it's not working. Yeah, I, She's trying to show her boobs to him. So, which they tell me I'm weird. I'm like, what are we talking about? And we get the the camera does a close up. I'm like, so this is what we're talking about. It's gonna be weird comedy, excessive sexuality. This is this is the this is the wheelhouse that I'm usually in for though. I'm down for that usually.
1: <laughs> and I mean it's kind of weird because we were talking in the pregame is that this comes out just two years after like Friday the thirteenth, but this Almost feels like it's flirting with being a parody of the slasher genre when we're so early into it still.
0: Yeah, it's so, yeah, to be so early for them to already be kind of knowing what you have to hit, (laughs) honestly. Because I feel like at this point, we're still trying to figure out what that formula is. But in this movie, I feel like they picked up on what it was pretty quick. Right. Yeah, because perfectly, we're getting all the excessive stuff you need to make a slasher. How to make a slasher Michael Myers POV Jason everything's here Texas Chainsaw Massacre is all here yeah somebody took some great notes while watching those movies <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was funny that it sounded like a laugh track and I and that's something else I, at this moment is when I realized because I didn't go back and look at anything on uh, IMDB or Wikipedia or anything about the movie. I waited mm-hmm. to after, so I, and in my mind, I kept saying, is everybody dubbed in this movie? Because everything sounds so overdubbed. Yep, I was right. Everything, like you said, it was a Spanish movie. Everything was dubbed over. Yep. So, yeah, but at this point, I was like, oh, my God, this is so heavily dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God.
0: But, okay, so where are we going now, man? The first, the cops are coming to talk to the dean, I think.
1: Yes, so we have Lieutenant Bracken, who is portrayed by Christopher George, now he shows up with his partner who is Sergeant Randy Holden who is Frank Brana and they go to meet the Dean who is portrayed by Edmond Perdome now they go there and it's actually interesting is that the Dean doesn't really want to like talk to them like he's not I mean, he still is working with them but they believe they should talk to Professor Brown as he supposedly knew who this victim was. And this is also where they kind of point out that the head of the victim is missing as well.
0: Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird. He's like, we got to keep this quiet. I don't want, you know, anything good now. And I think it's interesting that he would, because uh, in today's time, a murder couldn't happen at a school, and just, it keeps quiet? Uh, no. <laughs>
1: Not anymore, yeah. I don't even feel no, like no at
0: this time that, I feel like word of mouth would kick in and people would be calling their parents, like, hey, somebody died here. Like, I feel like, I feel like the word was spread pretty quick on a campus. Yeah. This And this campus feels like a small,
1: small campus. It really <laughs> does. Like, I mean, they don't really do a great job at making it feel like there's much scope to it.
0: Because I feel like we, except for our victims, we don't really meet a lot of people. There's only one scene no. where there's a large amount of people, and they're all old, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, No, it's you're really, right. It's a really weird thing, but... Yeah, he's, not, he's trying to get them to go with Brown. He's all, yeah, Brown knows everything. So he's really trying to push him off. He doesn't really want to be involved in the investigation, it seems like. But he's yep. willing, like you say, he's willing to help him to a, to a point.
1: Yep. And I, sh- I should also say that, like, we are going to spoil things because I realize in my notes we do have something that could be considered that. But we also then get to see the Dean talking to Willard, who is the, like, he actually doesn't work for the school. It sounds like he is a like he's contracted to do a job and we see him cutting branches again with a chainsaw and I immediately knew this guy was gonna be a red herring. But he is told that like the dean wants him to get done with his job because he's kinda creeping everybody out. I mean, the dean's not wrong there. <laughs> and then Willard just kinda like, oh, I'll finish the job when I'm done, like and he's just like, I'm like I'm under contract, so like it doesn't like I'm not charging you more and I just thought it was weird.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was weird, So he's definitely on contract. What was he talking about? He was like, oh, I made a deal with the secretary. And he makes a weird face like, what kind of deal
1: <laughs> did he make with the secretary? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he is so creepy about it. He's I'm very just creepy about it. He's making
0: facial, facial expressions and weird body right.
1: movements. I'm like, okay. When I'm pretty sure the deal is pretty much that, like, he – has a contracted fee that he's going to get charged. So he's not charging them hourly, but I don't know why you got to make weird eyes when you say that. Like there's nothing there that's sexual. You made it sexual. I
0: feel like he, well, we find out later that he's hanging out here. So maybe yeah. he just needs a place to stay. So he's taking his time with this, with this deal. So yeah, he's like, he's getting free room be. and board. So he's like, you know what? This is probably a two week job, but I think it's going to take a month. <laughs> <laughs> right. Until I find that's somewhere fair. to stay after this. <laughs> But yeah, man, like he's a he's creepy the whole movie, man. It starts it starts creepy, and man, I feel like um, when the when the detectives are asking about this girl, the first thing you ask, you know, is this girl is this girl a a, a girl that's out with a lot of guys? Is she is she for the streets? That's what he's really asking her. She is she out here on the streets with all these guys? Because they're trying to find out if she's easy. I guess is that what we're doing.
1: I think it's that, but I also think it's usually the main suspect is a boyfriend or a, like, lover of some sort. So I'm wondering if he's trying to to find out.
0: Is there a lot of guys we've got to ask, or is it just
1: (laughs) a couple guys? Yeah, I think that's what it is, to be honest, especially because they're making it— I mean, they've already kind of introduced it. It does seem like a lot of the women on this campus are promiscuous, so I do think it's kind of along those lines.
0: This is a horny campus everybody really is horny is. on this. There's not a lot of people on this campus, but everybody is horny. Except I was like, except for You're the not. professor Brown, everybody else is horny. Because so yeah. many people are trying to have sex. There's people in the bushes having sex. Even the nerdy looking guy that we're going to meet here in a little bit is getting chicks. I'm like, I thought he was the nerd. And then the chicks,
1: well, we'll get to it. But I thought he was the nerd guy. You know what I mean? What's well, also interesting to me is that this kendall character that we'll also meet here in a minute that's what what i'm referring to i'm
0: referring to kendall he's the guy that he starts off like a casanova
1: but like i'm like why he seems like a nerdy guy even his glasses are like what are we talking about (laughs) well there he also has a friend of myron who wears glasses who is a full-blown nerd but neither one of these guys are like studly in my opinion but this kendall guy i mean He's laying pipe all over this campus. You
0: know something that I thought was weird about his friend. You know who he reminds me of in a weird way. Who's that? So a character that's going to be created in a couple years from now, Tommy. When it's uh okay. When it's Corey, the Corey Tommy. He kind of okay. reminds me of like an, an older version of that kid. Because he wears okay. masks at certain times. He's kind of awkward at certain times. I wonder if yeah, they like. Wonder if, I wonder if they saw that movie and was like, "Hey." If we made that guy like a kid, that, that persona would work a little bit better. Boom. Let's get him back for taking our ideas.
1: <laughs> well, also, I kind of was thinking he's not nearly as annoying, but he also kind of reminds me of Shelly from Friday 3. Well, you know not what? with like I know you're like talking doing about doing all of like the makeup and stuff, but I mean he definitely is kind of annoying. That
0: vibe, though. Yeah, I feel the vibe you're talking about for sure. So yeah, it's it's interesting. But you know what? We're still making stuff, so it's interesting to see. In this early time, like it's hard when you're when you're looking at every movie we've ever seen in our rolodex of memories, right. and you've seen stuff so right. many times, but when you see it this early, it's it's hard to remember. Like this might be the first or second time somebody's done something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of hard that's... to keep remember. I keep remembering that slowly, but it's like interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a good point.
0: Well, yeah, man. But um, this is a freaky campus. I just want to say that. I want to reiterate. This is a, everybody's having sex in this state.
1: It's actually funny that you say that because that will parlay into what I was going to say next is that we jump over to the library where we see a young blonde co-ed studying and then she's like, you know what, I've done enough. And she decides to go over to the pool and decides to jump in topless, which, I mean, good for her, but I don't know if I was going to go to a, like, like, I guess, public pool. I mean, I get that it's only public for college students, but regardless, and I also found it creative that the killer is also there and gets her caught with a cleaning net.
0: So you know what? (laughs) This whole scene, bro. So It's wild. Okay, so they're in the library, and she's sitting across from Kendall, right?
1: I believe so, Yeah, or
0: something like that. But the whole, okay, so we see this killer later, He's wearing. Well, you know what? I take. Never mind. Because I was about to say, how's this guy walking around looking like, kind of like the shadow and kind of like Darkwing Duck together, and nobody's. Oh my nobody's god, nobody's freaked out. That that's this guy's funny walking you say around? that.
1: <laughs> that was the basis for the killer. Was the shadow. Was it really? The um, comic book. Yes. Wow. Okay. whatever well, that makes sense? Because he's walking around. Which is looking actually like funny because Darkwing Duck is also based off of the shadow. Yeah. So that's a great. That's a great lie. Uh, Call there. I kept
0: feeling that. I felt that like noir but like kind of weird vibe to it like that. But yeah, the whole time, but if this guy's yeah. in your library, nobody's batting the eye? If the shadows walking around your library covered his face up. Like that was weird to me. But he's just no, right it, there. It definitely and just, is. And it's not that many people in the library, guys. It's a handful right. of people in this library. So yeah, I think you would notice any movement. I think. But I don't know. But anyways, um, but the girl's like, hey, I want to have sex in a pool. I want to know what it's like to have sex underwater. Hey, Kendall, you're a stud with these nerdy glasses on. Why don't you come and join me in the pool? And then the guy is so flippant about it because he's getting so much tail, apparently. He just throws it away. He just throws the note away. Like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. And I'm like, what? What are we talking about? I feel like this character in any other movie would... Be like, have a montage of him, like, rushing the chains to swim trunks or something.
1: You would expect that type of thing, but, I mean, yeah, it's... Some of these characters are just kind of written a little bit weird, in my opinion.
0: And I had a question, man. So, he's gonna get the girl in the pool. She's swimming. She doesn't notice the shadow walking in. There's several times where she's facing his direction, but I guess she's so into this swim. that she's... And she got naked. We, get, we had a naked shot for no... She gets naked for us. She... She does a full yep. strip from clothes to naked. So if you're into that, they give you a, a good two minutes two minutes they of do. her getting undressed and then getting naked in the pool. But did he bring the chainsaw in when he came in, or was the chainsaw just did you just store it in the
1: pool area? <laughs> See, that's where I think it's weird. It seemed like it was stored there because the killer just kind of picks it up and, and he like, knows it's kills there. her with it.
0: He knows it's there. Yeah. Which is weird. Okay, okay, and I had one more. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I hate to keep dropping this down here. But why couldn't she just, I don't know, go underwater if somebody's – I don't understand that. Couldn't she just go under? If somebody –
1: Most definitely. (laughs) She could have. I'm
0: like, if somebody's pulling my neck above water, I'm just going to go underwater and swim away from them. I can't even swim that good, but I would try that, I feel like.
1: I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of panic that might cause you to kind of make, like, a bad choice, but, yeah, you got a point, Is like...
0: But he more Mortal he's like, get over here, and he takes his time slowly, <laughs> one hand over the and other. I don't know if
1: you've ever used one of those, like, nets. They're not easy to use. They're pretty flimsy,
0: I feel like, because they're so long, it's kind of hard to... <clears throat> I mean, not flimsy, like more like awkward.
1: I feel like it's awkward,
0: especially if there's any
1: weight. There's so many times I've tried to pick up like leaves, which don't do anything; like they literally just float there. But and the weight on the other gotten end gotten in so the water, it
0: just it just makes it awkward. I feel like so I don't know Agreed. how you could grab no, somebody and pull them with ease. <laughs> with ease in the water, I think
1: this falls under movie logic. Yeah, is really the only way that we can slash This is give slasher a...
0: logic. Slashers are superhuman strength. Yes. And this guy's a shadow, so he may have magic. We don't know. <laughs> That's
1: true. He might.
0: But this is a cool kill when he finally gets her out. I mean, she's, I guess, kind of choked out because she seems like she's about to pass out. And then he goes gets the chainsaw and he goes to work. I mean, he really went to work on this lady.
1: Yeah. I should also point out here that the killer is also, while he is putting the puzzle together, I believe this is here where her torso is what's going to be taken because before every kill we see what part is going to be taken being put together on the nudie puzzle.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot to, we forgot to mention it. Yeah. At the very beginning, the first, the first lady, it was her head, right? So the first part of the puzzle he was putting it was the head.
1: That's correct. Yep.
0: So as, as, as like, like uh, David said, as he's going down the murders, we're, as he's going down the body of the puzzle, each piece is what he's killing or looking for. Is there a movie yep. like that where somebody's doing that? Cause it felt, I feel like I've seen a movie where somebody's trying to get body parts and reconnect them. Or um,
1: I mean... I'm sure there's several movies like that, honestly. Well, Frankenstein is... I mean, that's the kind the of the basis. I do know in the 90s there's body parts where a serial killer dies and they use his parts for... Um, Other people? Transplants. And then and the, then oh, do the body parts, they start coming back to life as the killer. Yeah. And, like, they start to have, like, visions back to him. Okay,
0: I do remember that movie, too. Uh, it would make me think it was, like, it was some movie where somebody took that concept, too. I feel like I've seen, like, a couple right. movies like that where somebody's... I guess even the uh, Silence of the Lamb is that the first one or the second one where the dude's taking skin, that's body parts. Oh, yeah,
1: that's the first <laughs> oh, one, yeah. Oh, Leatherface.
0: Leatherface. Yep. He's taking yeah. faces and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. It's a good call. But, yeah, okay. And you know what? Um... I don't know if I'm going too far here. But then uh when we go back to the school after this, um after this murder, they bring the professor in to give him are they testing the professor? You think he really wanted his opinion about what he thought about the murder? If it really was chainsaw related. I'm not Does sh- he I'm asked him, sure he was like why? he's like the other guy's not gonna be here for a while. So can you just give me your opinion? Do you think are you Right? I- I felt like he was I also. Think it's weird him, that the of.
1: professor just touches the chainsaw as well while they're talking. It's like, like, oh, what are you doing, stop. guy? Yeah, don't, don't get your
0: fingerprints on there, man. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> right, like, like, what are you doing, bud? Like, he was, he was, and he seems like he's kind of. He doesn't feel grossed out. He feels kind of like, he likes it a little bit, but he's trying to hold back. To me, but I don't know if that's probably another red herring they were trying to throw in on us.
1: Well, this is also the scene where. Because Willard saw was used, like, the cops get in a brawl with him, and, like, Kendall shows up, and we've got, like, three cops jumping in trying to fight this guy, and they end up taking him into custody because they believe that he is the killer. You know
0: what? For that scene – so, wait a minute. Because I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, Kendall, what was he doing? He was hanging behind, like, some – like, a jungle gym or something?
1: This is, like – well, this is kind of a weird thing is that – and where were these the, cops at? The cops are just on the campus. Because he just yes, went and got but, them real quick. Well, the one thing is for Kendall, a note was left in the dean's office and he gave it to his secretary oh, to give to Kendall. That's what he but was doing. the secretary gave it to Myron, who's the guy with the glasses, who then gave it to Kendall, and but he couldn't find Kendall for thirty minutes.
0: Gotcha, that's So what then
1: because they were trying to keep him away from the pool house because they didn't want him to interrupt the killing, gotcha, gotcha. whoever the killer was. I mean, we know who the killer is. But yeah, like, we know, we know what movie happened now.
0: And now it makes, right. oh, you know what? Yes, okay, I got you now. Because now I'm thinking about who the killer is. I'm like, oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah,
1: and then the Dean also at that point is like, my office is not a like mailbox for other people and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. All right, take it easy, Tommy. Tom. Yeah,
0: no, calm, like, calm down a little bit. There's like ten people. Like, like, there's ten, like 10 people on cares. this campus.
1: Calm down. <laughs> right.
0: Well, yeah, he's he's kind of a he's kind of a hard-ass being a little bit to some, at least yes, the way he's trying to sure. come across.
1: Anyway. For yeah, one hundred percent.
0: But uh, okay, so hearing a little bit, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too far, but we actually find out what the deal is with the professor. Is that am I jumping ahead too
1: far? I'm not like, I don't have it in my notes where that happened. It does happen somewhere around here where the dean just like, are you talking about like the dean making just an offhanded comment about the professor being gay? Just oh, like, no, I'm talking about while the he's talking,
0: I'm talking about the girls because they're we're, they we're say back it in too? the school. I feel like after that moment, he comes out and he's walking through the hall or something. But those same group yeah. of girls that were flirting with him, they're talking about making it with people. And one of them's like, oh, what if you made it with Professor Brown? And it's like, oh, and one of them is like, oh, he's a real queen or something. And then they were like, and I was like, What? And then one of them's like right. said something else to that effect about sugar. And it's like, oh no, he's got sugar in his tank. He's sweet. And when I was a kid, if you say that, that means that you're gay. And then in my mind I, I was no like idea. I was like, Oh, they're saying he's gay. So they're they wanna be with him to try to switch him to straight. That's why they're so excited to flirt with him, they're trying to get a rise out of this guy to see if he's really gay so then I then it made, no then that whole idea. thing clicked for me at that point yeah that's what the girls were saying there's there a moment right right around this time where they're having a conversation that's what they're talking about that he's gay and i was like oh see, so I, at that point i knew he was gay
1: if you hadn't have brought that up i had no idea
0: and see i was at that point i was that was, i was trying to put together who the killer was at that point so i was like okay so we got a suspect it could be this guy he's got a He's got some issue, maybe? Let's find out. But they're not saying oh he's just gay. That's an issue. So that's not that doesn't mean he's a killer, really.
1: Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But okay, and then uh where do we go from
1: here? Um, the next thing that I have is that we take a brief look where the killer looks in on a group of ladies doing aerobics. Nothing happens here outside, I believe like one of them leaves and then she gets spooked going to the bathroom, but the more important thing that I noticed for the, like that we jump to the police station oh, yeah. where we finally get to meet Mary Riggs, who is – this is weird – is a former tennis pro. Of what? Now she's going to be going undercover to help out with the investigation. So she
0: was a professional, they say?
1: Yes. yes okay. She was a, heard, a, she's heard, a pro tennis
0: player. I heard tennis champion, but I didn't hear professional yeah. or college. So I was like, tennis champion of what? <laughs> like – and wouldn't everybody
1: know and who she was? So how can she be an undercover cop? That's kind of what my thoughts were, but like the only other thing would have been I know sometimes you can be um if she's not an actual professional tennis player, she could have been like a uh like an amateur champion and cause I do know there are people that are oh, what is it? They're tennis pros at like a uh like a country club. Oh, okay. Were you like Your part of your job is to like, uh, like train people. Like you'll do classes and stuff like that. So I don't know if she's necessarily like a professional tennis player or just a tennis pro. Got
0: you. So she might. She might have that. Okay,
1: I got you.
0: Yeah, but this. uh, My first thought because right before this, when they go to the, he tells the guy, "I'm gonna put some undercover people in in the mix." And my first thought was Twenty One Jump Street. We're doing some Twenty One Jump Street. We'll get some undercover officers but we're going to make her a teacher. (laughs) I thought he was talking about making them students when he first brought up this idea right before we met. That's what I
1: thought they were going to do.
0: Cause I mean, everybody, nobody looks super young. I mean, well, I guess she doesn't look young enough to be a student, but it's, it's a movie. I mean, right. You could say she's a college student. Nobody would eye. I don't think, but yeah, we make her a teacher anyways. And, uh, you know what I thought? And, and, uh, our vigilante guy here, Kendall, Cause he's he's very much gonna become a vigilante after this. Well he should have yeah. he should have. But uh he's in love with this chick right away. <laughs> I feel like he's he sees it, and he's like, oh my God. Cause how would how would he know that? I feel like he's got a poster of this chick on his wall or something. Like
1: he must. <laughs> like how would he yeah, know he does who she know who is? she is.
0: He's like, oh my God, you're the tennis that I, that I, you know, had on top of my wall when I sleep at night with a sock.
1: <laughs> well, see, that's why I was originally thinking that she must have been, like, a professional tennis player. Because mm-hmm. that, that would her. make sense, like, how he – right.
0: So, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, she's going to get this job as a – and you know what I thought was funny? As a undercover cop on the campus, they're going to tell this kid that the, this kid knows everything. Well, I don't yes. understand what has happened to this point where you trust these kids this much already to – he's pretty much going to become a deputy in here in a minute.
1: <laughs> but I mean, like they've done nothing really to like absolve him as a suspect in my opinion.
0: Yeah. So how do you know that he's not just using this information to, to do the kills better? Cause he knows what you right. guys know. Like you don't know. And you're just telling them, I feel like, and then he's, I guess he's over 18 cause it's college. But would you put a kid in the mix? It just feels weird that, it feels it weird that weird. there's only four police officers that we meet also. I wanna say that. Yeah. For a murders happening, we're only going to meet four people involved. That's, that feels weird, too. Agreed. But but I made a short where only two cops were involved, so I can't say anything about that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> thinking about that. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um but anyway, where are we at now, man? Let's let's get back on you. Why does he just um, i also have program?
1: that before we left the um the police station we also get to meet a reporter from the boston globe oh yeah she's coming there to ask questions and i know that bracken doesn't really want to talk to her so he sends her over to talk to mary we don't really get anything outside of that she does start to appear on the campus to try to find things yeah she's lurking around say, though,
0: and she's lurking around the campus a lot
1: here as the movie goes right, on. right right i do think it's weird that we have this tennis match though What is that is like what the is next this scene.
0: is this chick supposed to be like the the best tennis player
1: I think so. I think this is supposed to be, like, this, like, college's, like, star player. Mm-hmm. And, like, the big thing is, like, they're just kind of having almost, like, the new coach with their, like, best player. And, like, oh, my God, it's going to be so good that you're going to teach this girl to be even better. And I'm like, this is one of the worst tennis matches I've ever seen. Like, I was, and I don't even watch bro, tennis.
0: I, that's the same thing that came, that came across my mind. I was like, I've only, I've never sat and watched it. I've played tennis. When I was younger, my mom taught me to play tennis, but I haven't played, like, played, played. I don't remember what love is. I don't remember any of that from since I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid. So with that being said, I haven't watched tennis. I knew this wasn't tennis. This is not how you play tennis. (laughs) Even even thinking of just clips I've seen, I didn't hear one, Uh!" like when they're hitting it. The way they were hitting it, it like they were just, like when you're a kid and you just kind of throw it up to yourself and hit it. It looked like right. that. It didn't even look like a, a a real serve that would go across the net. I was like, and they were barely
1: it? moving.
0: They stayed in one square, and then they would film the other side of the court in one square. There was no movement. Right. I was like, and people are applauding this sham of a exhibition. <laughs> All these yeah, like at the people end of it, The dean is this. like
1: so excited about it. I'm like, you're gonna make, I would not be excited well, he, about. He anything. literally
0: says you're going to make all of our tennis players champions. Right, (laughs) right. This lady could not beat anybody in a real tennis match. (laughs) You would think, since it doesn't matter, just hire somebody that knows how to play tennis. It doesn't matter. We don't even have to see the front of this lady's face. We could see the back of her head only while the the real person playing tennis has a wig on, and that would be... But it's early 80s. (laughs) We haven't got into that yet. We haven't got into the the really bad wig stunt people yet, right? Is that is that the problem? I don't
1: believe so. I feel like
0: the 80s had a lot of bad stunt actors showing up when they shouldn't.
1: Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's very true.
0: For this purpose, I remember it specifically, just to just to give everybody an example, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the Dream Master, the sister named Alice has to do a nunchuck scene, and instead of showing mm-hmm. the flair face, it's obviously a short Asian guy with a bad wig, and he's doing the nunchucks and then it cuts back to a taller, skinnier Alice, who's a white chick with red hair, just standing there like she just did it. So we get there. We're gonna get there, but we haven't got there in this movie.
1: That's yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Oh my god. That's that's so awful in that movie where it just switches and it's so obviously a stunt person with a wig on because he's so buff and he's just doing nunchucks. <laughs> I love when they do that though, it's so hilarious. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they've definitely come farther with like making sure that your stunt person looks more like you.
0: <laughs> yeah, they try better. But uh, okay, let's get back to this. So after the exhibition, I, I thought the dean was in love with her almost because he's really glowing over this lackluster performance.
1: He really was. Like you're, I think you're dead on with that.
0: <clears throat> and later on, I thought um, I thought something else. We're gonna get to it, but I thought cause they're gonna meet later. I thought something else was gonna happen. You know, more in line okay. with the freakiness of this movie, what he was doing, but we'll get yeah. to that
1: later. That's that's fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh... <laughs> um. Let's see here. Then it, it looks like what I have next? in my notes next is that the killer is stalking this like aerobics dancer again. Yeah. Giant lady. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think he kills her, but it's at this time that we get to see um, Kendall's. Oh Wayne no, she does. He- She's
0: the elevator slice up, right? I thought that
1: was. Or is that a different girl? Does he kill her here, or does that no, like yeah, that's kill her. happen? That's her well, because. Does it happen slightly later, though? Cause remember, Cause
0: like, oh, you know what? Actually, no. It's I think it's here because this is where we get that reveal, right? Where we find out that the killer is a faculty member. You is remember he... that reveal? I don't have.
1: Isn't that this I'm trying moment? to figure? Because I know in this one is also where we think the killer could also be stalking Mary. So I didn't know if they were trying to do kind of um, like some interesting editing in between where like we see the killer at one point and then we don't know if he's in another spot. But I do think... Because it
0: happens at the same time because the guy wakes up and sees her outside and he comes out.
1: Right, right.
0: But I feel like this happens at the same time because after that is when they find the body, right?
1: okay that's what i thought is that these are happening at the same t- okay perfect okay okay so, so yeah. what i have in my notes is that we think the killer is stalking mary where this is where we see kendall and his ween as he's looking out the window oh that and this is, is where we keep going keep going this weird scene <laughs> where we have bruce lay who <laughs> does a kung fu attack on mary and is saved by kendall <laughs> and this turns out to just be a joke
0: yeah that was a ridiculous moment <laughs> We'll, we'll get back to the elevator here in a moment, but this moment that we're talking about now. So she's, I don't know why. We know there's a killer. She just, I guess she's looking for him. She's just walking down in the middle of the night, down this dark area of the college. It, yeah,
1: around a building that, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of light, but there's also these long shadows everywhere. Yeah, like,
0: why? I don't know why you're doing this. So, and Ken, <laughs> Kendo, the love machine here, is in bed with this chick who's screaming like she's getting stuck by a, like a stuck pig. And then <laughs> yeah. he's like, "You gotta calm down because they're gonna think I'm the killer if you keep making all this noise." And I'm like, "Yeah, this guy's really doing it like that. Come on, guys, come on." Yeah,
1: no, yeah, take it easier, stunned.
0: <laughs> Slow down. So of course, but but hey, we get a. This is a rarity in a movie, and I think because this was a foreign movie, that's why we got this probably. But we get some, we get some peacock in this movie. <laughs>
1: yes, we do, and it's
0: not a a flash. <laughs> It's uh slowly walking over and giving you a, a solid 30 seconds. I mean, maybe. it's a good
1: 15, 20 seconds, yeah, and this a, is just like just there. front and center. And I'm like, all right, so that's
0: not, <laughs> that's not something you get. So I, I, that's how I knew, it. yeah, this is definitely a foreign movie. Because I don't feel like an American movie would get this. <laughs> They're equal. It's yeah, equal. Sure. They're equal because this movie shows nudity on both, both sides, 100%. Oh, yeah. and it's all overly so people can look at it for a long time. Like, it's really indulgent. Yeah, I feel like. For sure. But, yeah, he looks out the window, sees her, He gets ready real quick. And it goes to get a – you know what I liked about this scene? Also, he went and got a dirt bike, the staple of the yeah. 80s. If you're going to have, say, my bike, you're talking about a BMX bike or a dirt bike. Those were the only two uh, options. Yeah. No, you I get my bike. You're talking about that. <laughs> but Bruce Lee comes out <laughs> – Okay, if you're going around the corner of a dark alley and a dude comes around the corner and starts martial arts, kung fu fighting you, you think you're going to die, right? Like This lady thinks her life is in danger. Does he think his life is in danger? Or is he just having a moment? Because the way this scene is resolved is it's very odd. After he's attacked this lady and she pulls a gun on him and knocks him down or something, then his... And Kendall comes up, the reaction, and the so, who is this guy? <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Kung Fu professor,
1: of this college. That's what Kendall says. Is like it sounds like it is his like Kung Fu professor, and he also says he was going for a run. And I'm like, how? Like that? Like what do you mean that was you trying to run?
0: So he's doing katas while he's running because he was doing swings and kicks. I'm like, did he get startled? And that was his reaction to getting startled. I don't know. I mean that
1: would make more sense than anything that he says because like I could see that I could see like somebody comes out of the shadows, you get spooked, so you just kind of like react, swing on him. But like, but this was I don't like, know,
0: like it wasn't like a two second reaction. It was like he's he was looking at her face to face for about thirty seconds while he's attacking. Her. <laughs> so obviously, right. and then when he gets up and Kendall's there, oh martial arts or uh, kung fu professor. The weirdest curriculum ever and then he's like oh sorry guys i was just taking a jog and then he just see you later Wouldn't the cop be like oh no wait a minute wait a minute hold on hold on come back we need to talk about All this right. are you assaulting girls every night what is going a conversation <laughs> needs to be had about this situation i feel
1: like <laughs> right like we need to get to the bottom of this guy
0: yeah but anyways and then at this point i feel like kendall is still he just smashed this other chick, and then he walk her to her apartment or something, and he's like, aren't you going to make some coffee? He's trying to angle something, right, with rigs? Yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like, like he's trying to angle something with her. don't you want me to come in for coffee? Yeah, because- You just smashed this the his other chick,
1: bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to jump on Mary. He's trying to jump her bones out, <laughs> too. This guy, I guess he is a player. He's this guy. I mean, he's trying. But-, but He's working with the cops
0: and he we find out he's taking kung fu lessons. He's trying to become a vigilante. He's just yes. trying his hardest to become a vigilante. This is he's making his origin story right here.
1: <laughs> he is for sure. He this is the beginning of the next great detective. Yeah,
0: but okay, so where are we going from here, man? <laughs> I the, think this uh, is where we were talking oh, the is elevator. that elevator. this other
1: woman, yeah, gets stuck in the elevator. Now, does she end up getting stabbed on the waterbed? Because I have that in my notes. No, is that's this where
0: they... that's the reporter. Okay. The reporter comes up after this. Got it. She okay. gets the waterbed. So let's let's go okay. back because I, I feel like the other one happens before the waterbed. The elevator. Yes,
1: I think you're right. So yeah, I think so. You're when right. this
0: happens, the jazz lady, she's freaked out. She's running away, and. Can you believe that music was diegetic, that jazz music? (laughs) Because when we're watching it, we're hearing this jazz music playing. And then, like, when she stops the radio, the music stops. And I was like, oh, that was diegetic. I thought that was just bad uh, added music. Wow.
1: (laughs) There's another scene that I'll also bring up that does something similar to that, too, a little bit later.
0: Yeah, but anyways, when she runs to the elevator, we see our shadow guy. And she says, she stops. And she's like, oh, it's you. You scared me. So she knows who this guy is. So that's why I was like, oh, it's a faculty member because she knows who he is.
1: Good call, yeah. So that's when when they get on the
0: elevator, she's not freaked out that he's on the elevator with her. Even though he's got a chainsaw behind his back, he's got a... How do you walk up to somebody with a chainsaw behind your back and they don't notice you got your hand behind your back and you're dressed like the shadow, but you... (laughs) I don't, I don't get it, lady. And you're comfortable to yeah, get on the I... elevator with this guy. And you know what's funny about it? He never turns like when you get on the elevator with somebody, and they the person's, you know, standing next to the wall, and you get on and you turn your back to that person. Usually, right? No, he gets on the elevator and he's looking dead at her in her face <laughs> as he's picking yeah, his that... floor. I'm like, <laughs> you know, oh, I, I would have been like, oh, I forgot my radio. I gotta, go, I gotta go back. I gotta get off. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I would not get on that <laughs> elevator and stay on that elevator. When I saw, I'd be like, "No, no, this is this. I'm gonna take the stairs. But We're good." But with this
0: moment, so then he cranks it up, and we get that beautiful shot of the the uh, chainsaw, and I think she gets yeah. it across the midsection, right? Because he takes her torso across.
1: I think you're right, and yeah. it's
0: a quick cut. You get the slice into the body, and then we cut out real quick to the. You know, they, they they're really good with the editing here, to where you get just yes. enough to see the the impact, and then you're out of there. You know what I mean? And this is a bloody yeah, one because no, she's sure. left in half, right? When we when we see yes. it later, like we just see like guts and her her bottom half is gone. So man, this is this is a it's pretty bloody, man. It's a pretty bloody uh, death right here. But so uh, then I'm
1: thinking about it. Then so yeah, then
0: from there, then is, we can go back to the reporter lady because she comes along. Yeah, after Kendall takes right, off with uh the real. So it
1: must be her arms are the ones taken for this the next piece then. Yeah. yeah. Cause I remember that I have here that she was stabbed on a waterbed, which is actually good writing because earlier in the movie, they said that in this, like one of the faculty buildings has a waterbed and the one girl wanted to have sex on it. Oh, so it's yeah. kind of interesting that they come back to this, yeah, they brought it but back. it's obviously not that it's somebody <laughs> being stabbed to death on it.
0: Nice. But well, they tried, they try to bring it back. I, pre- I can appreciate that. But yeah, um, no, I can definitely this, give some credit for that. This, so this reporter lady, she's also walking down this dark alley area yes
1: does she see the body is that what it is i feel like she goes to the end does she see the lady i think so like i'm almost thinking I'm, i'm drawing a blank but i almost feel like she sees the killer like by the elevator and then that's why she gets like targeted yeah
0: i feel like it but i can't i can't remember or at least
1: she saw the body in the
0: elevator something something happens but anyways um but why is she here too i know she's trying to find answers I don't feel like anybody's giving her any answers and she's just kind of walking around. So she, you're going to be a target at some point. lady. You know, there's murders happening.
1: Oh yeah. So you yeah. might not yeah, want she's only that. there because she's heard inklings of something happening, but she's not sure what it is.
0: Yeah. But so, you know what?
1: Maybe I'm wrong,
0: bro. Cause now I remember Kendall. I do remember Kendall, like hearing a scream and then the cops, he go he, he can find the cops instantly. That's a superpower. He finds the cops like in five minutes. Because I, oh, no. You know what it is? After he drops off uh, Riggs, he's going back to his motorcycle and he hears the scream of the lady on the elevator. Right. And the cops come because he jumps in the window because he's got to try to unlock the door or something so so they can get in. Yeah. So so obviously he's not the killer because he's outside when the scream happens.
1: Right. Yeah. This is where it finally kind That's when the elevator stuff is happening. Okay.
0: Yeah, but um but yeah, but then um you see when the cops when the cops come to this elevator and the first the one cop just throws up. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like, oh my god It's at least I'm realistic. Ready. It's at least realistic. I was like, oh my god. I just thought about Nightmare on Elm Street Part two where like oh, part was it part one? Where he's like, Oh the coroner's in there puking his guts out since we got here. <laughs> yeah, isn't it the um it's a Johnny Depp kill
1: where yeah, he like
0: <laughs> he's oh yeah. He's in there puking his guts out since he got here.
1: <laughs> yeah. they they're talking about they need to bucket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you know what? That's after this. So yeah, I would take it. I would take that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. But let's get back to that reporter lady. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure we got that, that moment in there.
1: See, this was actually one of my, like, this is one of the first kills where they don't really cut away. Cause we see this killer, like, Laying into her with a knife, which I thought this was also good editing to do, like, extreme close-ups and stuff. So that way you're not, like, you're not seeing the seams of what is being stabbed. Why didn't But he, it looks like it's actually this person.
0: Why didn't he have the chainsaw here? Because I remember, I, I remember he's in the room hiding because she's walking through, looking through doors and checking stuff out. And he pulls out no, the I knife, but I, I don't know why at this moment he just, I forgot, where's the chainsaw at at this moment? Did he, leave, he didn't even do an elevator, I don't think.
1: I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't have it here, but yeah, because he definitely does use a knife.
0: Yeah, but yeah, he gets it with the knife. This is a this is a really and they do the same thing. They reveal the knife and they show the the, the light reflecting off of yep. it. It's a really cool yep. shot. I love. I don't know what it is about that when you show the the object before you get to it. I don't know what it is about that, but I really like those moments. And they do it. They do it a lot in this movie. <laughs> before oh, for started. sure. Yeah, but she gets a so. I'm trying to remember what happens here, because he's stabbing her a few times before he, then he flips her over, right?
1: I believe so, and I also know that he, like, I don't know if he nicks the waterbed from stabbing through her, but they also kind of do some cool stuff there where, like, the water starts leaking out of it. I mean, he's, so like, makes...
0: he's, going, he's, uh, 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 he's not, like, t- yeah. so I think he stabs the bed by accident, but he's already stabbed her several times. Yeah. <laughs> And then I like how he she's trying does. to get away, and hes we stay here for a moment, which I think is cool. And I think the, oh, choi- yeah. the choice of shots they made, the, the angles they chose in this moment, I thought were pretty good because it gets you just what yes. you need, but not too much.
1: I like those overhead shots they do with this yeah, for sure. Yeah, because
0: you can see the, the water, you know, filling with blood, and it's like she's swimming almost, actually.
1: Yeah, kind of. Because she's
0: crawl, trying to crawl out. But then we get that, that cherry on top, final shot where – and it's a uh, if you if you're paying attention you see the knife not go anywhere near her head.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Did you see that moment it went up to the side a little bit. But then they cut really quickly to it going down in her mouth through the back of her head right. which is a cool
1: a yep. cool shot. Oh yeah, that's right. That I did like the ending part there at least where they, you know, cut back to that. Yeah,
0: they cut to it all the way through her mouth and it's like, oh, man." That's always <laughs> something in movies when somebody gets stabbed through the
1: mouth. Oh, yes, that I'm always
0: great. makes me kind of cringe, man. I'm like, yes, I can imagine this it's like
1: image though.
0: You can't close your mouth because your mouth is.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: That always yes. just makes me ooh. I just feel like the, ooh, but yeah, that's a that was a good Im- <laughs> and then he like drags her off and takes her. Where is he keeping? Is this a cooler? Where he's keeping his body parts? I don't even know what this place is. Because they give us some really nice cinematography showing us him opening a freezer-looking door and going through stuff. Yeah. This is a cool imagery of whatever this... I don't know what this place is supposed
1: to be. I'm not sure where it is either. Like, I don't know if it's at his house or if he's using is somewhere it is, on campus or not. And I, is like, this like, not the sure. mom's
0: house? Is this the school? I don't even know.
1: Because <laughs> it makes it even more confusing with, like... Not to go jump to the end, but like it's also confusing as to where the body is found. Like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking later. About. I know what you're
0: talking about because I don't about. think
1: it's the same spot. Well,
0: maybe it was, and that's that's where we got thrown. Maybe it might be. <laughs> it could
1: be actually. Yeah. Yeah,
0: really. So, where we where
1: we going to now?
0: Uh, Bob, to... I think
1: from here is where we. I know Kendall is back talking with Mary, as I believe that. The tennis player gets stalked in the locker room.
0: Yeah, so she's still practicing her serve, I guess.
1: Are ten- were yeah, tennis balls yeah. great back in the day?
0: Because these tennis balls look like baseballs almost, like a dirty baseball.
1: I don't know. That's, that's I a didn't good even question, notice actually.
0: that. Or whatever country yeah. we're in, tennis balls aren't. I don't know when tennis balls became lime green. I don't know. I don't either. That's something. Not that you kind of mentioned it, but the balls aren't green. I was like, "What? Like she's got baseballs or something? What's going on?" I kept thinking that while I was watching. It.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good point. Actually, I didn't even like didn't even necessarily think about it. But you're right; they weren't the like normal color that we're used to, which is interesting though, because I know in Dawn of the Dead they have the like the neon ball. Yeah. Because of the scene where they're on the roof.
0: Yeah. So I have no idea. So. Either.
1: But uh, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe in Spain they have tennis balls like this. Yeah,
0: no telling. So she's gonna go take a shower, and we get a very yes. over the top, not even really needed, long pan out shots. So it's not that we can just see her boobs; we got to see her full butt. And it, I mean,
1: yeah, we see her. Yeah, full. And final. listen,
0: man, listen, listen, everybody, just just calm down a second. Everybody, listen, listen. I know, I get it. I totally get it. I'm a guy from the '80s. I know nudity is crucial. To the enjoyment of these movies, for some people, I know. Just, just give me a second here. I know, but, but sometimes you really don't have to be this. We've gotten so much neutered in this movie to this point. Do we really need a slow pan out of her taking a shower? I feel like I know. I know what they're doing here, guys, and I get it. I totally. I just. But sometimes it's excessive in this movie. Yes. It gets really excessive. Agreed. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she's gonna you know take a shower and she didn't even get to dry off all the way before the killer starts no. engaging her because she, she's gonna yeah. be topless. And then we get almost a shining kind of scene. You feel a signing vibe when he's cutting through that door. I thought he was gonna yeah, I thought, thought he so. was gonna stick his head through the door at some point, <laughs> but we never get to that moment. But I, for some reason, when he's cutting through the door, I was waiting for uh, here's Johnny and stick his head through the door, but he just yeah. busts in the door and and. Does she get what does she get? What does this lady get? Because he he's got the chainsaw. Does she, what does he take from her? Her legs.
1: Uh, her legs. Yeah, legs. He takes her legs. Okay. This is also the scene I was talking about where they use the. I, it's not even a fight song, but they claim that it is. Where they blare the fight song over like the PA. Oh, system.
0: that's that's why she was practicing, and then she starts hearing that music, and she yes. kind of goes into the, maybe she's going to check on it, and then she just kind of takes a shower. Yeah. So and then and then uh, Riggs actually, comes up, right? Riggs and uh, Kendall.
1: And Kendall, yeah. And I was also gonna say is one thing I like about this movie is that the killer loves using distractions, yeah. in order to kill his victims. He's a smart keep, killer, like right. The police or any or people working with the police to keep them busy because that's what happens here, where it takes both of them too long to find Susie before you know she's actually you know chopped up.
0: Yeah. And that, and this music is actually a pretty good thing. So I like that Kendo and Riggs come up and yeah. you know they're like this, this is a funny moment that happens but they're going to go meet uh Willard again cuz she's trying yes. to find out where this music's coming from. And Willard, oh, right. oh my god, at this point we know it's not Willard, but Willard is like well, I have the key. What do you stop? Go call a detective or something. Something they're trying to do and he won't give him the key and he's being all weird about it like No, I can't let you in there. Nobody's supposed to go in there. Or, no, you can't have my keys. Like, Willard, bro, chill out just a little bit, bro. What are you so – Like,
1: somebody could be dying right now. You're sitting here arguing (laughs) semantics.
0: Yeah, because I don't know if he's supposed to be playing it like he's been inconvenienced by this and he's tired of them bothering him. But he's playing it really weird. Like, they told him, you, you could be the killer, so play it like you could be the killer. I feel I don't know. Right. I don't know what direction he was given with this character.
1: Because <laughs> he's... Um, actually... Let's go for it. What I was also going to say here is, like, this is where I figured out who the killer was because he actually figures out the keys that he has aren't his keys, that somebody else has his keys, but I thought was kind of a interesting little, like... doesn't give it away, but interesting nod as to who the killer is.
0: Yeah, see, I already know it's either... It's only the professor or the dean, so at this point, I know right. I know for a fact it's one of those two. Right. For sure. But you know what's funny? After uh, this this killing happens and they, they find the body, yeah. <laughs> I love how when Riggs comes out. So first, uh, Oh, my God. Kendall was supposed to stay yes. behind while they're turning off the, the music. But he goes in and investigates because he's a vigilante superhero in the making. So he's going to go investigate right. with no gun, no knife, no bat, no nothing. He's just going to go investigate. Yep. And when they come back, You know, they're looking for him. And he comes out with blood all over his hands. So he's still a red herring, quote, unquote. And then she goes in and checks it out. She sees the dead body. When she comes out, she gives this really, not really like she's angry, but she's bastard. Bastard.
1: Just over and over again. I was like, oh, my God. It
0: gave me Leprechaun 2 vibes. Have you seen Leprechaun 2? At the very (laughs) beginning, there's a girl, like, her dad gets killed or something. And she's like, ah, she and the scream doesn't match the situation or what's happening. No, he gets choked. He's not even, she doesn't even know her dad is dead in that movie. <laughs> she thinks she's just asleep, and she screams like, he's, I don't know, I'm sorry. If you've seen Leprechaun too, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but,
1: that, no, I I completely understand where you're coming from, though, because it's just.
0: It's so over the top. It doesn't so fit weird. the
1: actual tone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's off.
0: Bastard, bastard. <laughs> I wrote that with a, with exclamation points in my notes. Just I want to make sure. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So after this, uh what happens, man? I know she- I'll say
1: I actually have here is kind of our like climax into the ending here. Because we actually have a couple different things kind of intertwined oh, here yeah, where we yeah. cut back and forth. I know one thing. Because we have Mary going to visit the Dean, but we also have I believe Lieutenant Brackett calls Kendall down to work with his partner to see if they can go through the files to figure out yeah, who weird. the killer could be because they're trying to find a lead.
0: Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to find some connections in the files. And it's a lot of files, and we only meet two faculty members. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot. Well,
1: two members of the there was a right. big
0: group of people watching this tennis match. I'm I'm assuming some of them are. Fa- Is it the weekend? Where's everybody at? Is it the weekend? Oh. I don't know if we I mean, know to. That would make
1: more is, sense, I guess.
0: But I feel like everybody came to the tennis match on a Friday, and then after the match was over, it's the weekend. Let's go home. Yep, just all went home. Because <laughs> nobody's here. But, okay, sorry. But getting back to this, um, I, I was thinking that, like, hold on. I mean, you, you, go back, bro. Hold on. I lost my place in my notes. Hold on, oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, Kendall. Okay, so you know what's funny in this moment? While they're doing yeah. this, did you see Wendy's made a cameo? While Kendall and the other uh, detective were there studying, yeah,
1: they're like eating like a frosty and eating some <laughs> yeah. fries. They went to Wendy's. Yeah. I didn't
0: even know Wendy's was around back then. Wow! So and the old school didn't start there. I wonder if it was from Boston, <laughs> or is I, I'm guessing Wendy's wasn't in Spain back then, so. It was this a Boston? Oh, oh,
1: that's a good call. I, I see what you're getting at here.
0: Because <laughs> I'm I'm saying that with question mark with uh, quotations around it because we're not in Boston. Yeah. This whole movie, but Wendy, I don't know if Wendy started in Boston or not. To be honest, but I don't
1: think so because actually, oddly enough, I believe it started in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I believe you know Dave Thomas right. Right. was a uh, he was an orphan here.
0: You're right because I do remember Ohio coming up for some reason. Okay. But I just thought it was cool that they made a cameo with no... I thought it was weird that oh, they didn't yeah. have any straws or tops. They're just raw-dogging these yeah, cups. It, it was open, yeah. <laughs> and it just kept making me think of uh, if you ever played sports or anything in high school, and they would just give you a cup, and they would just have like a random yep. soda name on it. <laughs> it was just... Yep. <laughs> just a raw-dog cup. No straws, no no nothing uh, yeah, else.
1: Man. No nothing, just, yeah. But I, I just you thought... Running a marathon.
0: And this is where we get the reveal of who the killer is, right?
1: Yes. At this moment, because they're yes. like,
0: "Oh, the dean," they, we find out that that was his mom in that opening scene. They got yeah, killed. because
1: well, Kendall is the one who finds a file, and then they have the um that Sergeant Randy or whatever. He calls the mental hospital, and that's where they figure it out. But also with that, we kind ca- we see Mary getting a like cup of tea. And we had seen that uh, Dean was putting something into it before he gave it to her. So we're kind of seen it from both sides that he's the uh, the potential psychopath here.
0: Yeah. And going back to what I was saying earlier, like I thought that it's potentially the Dean was trying to date rape her or something because he That's was really like being really weird about the introduction. Yes. yes, this is my house. It's a very large house, of course, you can see, but nobody lives here with me and but it's very large don't you like it and like he's really like i got some money just in case just so you know i have money so i can pay you <laughs> it felt like he was trying to set up something but that's not what he's no, doing I'm with you. it felt like he it was definitely setting up something felt like that. so then she's like so tell me this cuz you might know is saccharin like equal or something like artificial sweetener yes
1: yes cuz she's
0: yep. like just put a little saccharin in it and, and when he starts putting that dropper, I'm at first I'm like, that looks like he's drugging her. And now I'm like, or is that saccharin?
1: Because I don't know what saccharin is. Is it a dropper or is it I a powder? I I think it's more of a powder. Okay. So, like, I was with you, though. I like, I didn't know for sure if he was drugging her or if he was just going to, like, now, I, mean, they make it, I don't know they if make it saccharine obvious. back in the day. They make it
0: obvious because he's lingering here so long and he's so meticulously dropping yeah. the drops, making sure it's enough. So I, I get the right. point that it's drugs, but at first I was like, "Is this saccharin?" <laughs> that was my first. I'm not thought. sure if
1: back in the day it was you could. I didn't know if it was like a liquid form either. So I'm with you; I wasn't 100 sure. But yeah, when he lingers because he takes so long to make that cup, that I'm like, and then he oh, no, startled.
0: The he startled by the the whistle at one point, so I'm like, yeah, he's doing something nefarious with this. Yep. And then when he goes back in there, he's like, "Oh, drink your coffee. Drink more." She's ask, trying to ask some questions, and he keeps saying, "Drink your coffee." If ever. Okay, guys, just a just a public service announcement. If ever, especially for ladies, men too, because men get robbed too. Uh, just if somebody's offering you a drink and they keep telling you to drink your drink, even though you're in the middle of a conversation, yeah, you no might way. not want to keep drinking that drink because why would they keep telling you that? Just just think about that. Why would somebody keep telling <laughs> Just Just for your own yeah, personal safety, right. guys, while you're at home listening to this, just keep that in mind. Don't keep drinking a drink if somebody keeps telling you to drink it because that means something's weird going on. <laughs> okay, sorry. So drug drugs are starting to kick in here, and he's starting to yep. be a little loose with No, he offers her a second cup, and he puts even more of the drug in the second cup, right, when he's making it?
1: I believe so, yeah. So
0: we, at this point, we know that he's the killer, right? We already knew yeah, it, but like this, this is 100% you know it at this point.
1: Yeah, because this actually paralyzes her, which I thought was kind of a cool thing to do.
0: Yeah, that is cool. Like, it paralyzes her, and you can still hear him. I mean, so you can still hear everything I'm saying, but you can't move.
1: And then he starts— It also gets interesting okay. because, like, the cops bust in to save her because, like, well, Kendall her- reveals, like, when they find Hold out on. that it's the Dean that, like— They bust in like, to hey. save her,
0: or they slowly walk up the steps like her life isn't in danger— <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I was going to say is, like, they bust in there and then find her paralyzed, not be able to move, and they half-ass search the house. Like, but they, the guys are behind a curtain. Okay, let's let's
0: just back up one second. Okay, Kendall and the other detective gets there, and they told the other detective, hey, meet us there. They all get there together, right? They're playing this yeah. very intense, high-energy music, <laughs> yeah. and these guys are slowly walking up the stairs, slowly. Kendall's taking time to stop the cops from going in. Hey, I want to go. He's trying to work his way to be the first person in the building. And I'm like, Kendall, we got to save. We don't got time for this, man. We're trying to save this lady's life. What are you doing? Because we right. see the guy with the knife and he's Quentin Tarantino t- nah, Quentin Tarantino, and all over her feet. Like he's going to suck on him or something with the knife. Yeah. And they're taking, it bothers me. that It feels like these guys are taking their time to, to get in this building. I feel like yeah. they should be running and rushing. <laughs> But yeah, let's get to what you said. They Once they get there and she's paralyzed, they put her on the couch and leave Kendall to bodyguard her and then just half-ass check this house. <laughs> like, he's behind a curtain, like you literally <laughs> he's didn't even the in the search same the room. room right there. You didn't even secure the room. Check the exits. It's a window. <laughs> check it. <laughs> right. What are we doing? <laughs> oh my god, so Kendall saves the day. <laughs> Because yeah. our killer comes out and attacks Kendall what is this guy he's I'm very at some point he tells Riggs while he's drugging her I'm very strong Mr. Mr. Brown tried to fight me one time and I guess I whipped his ass because I'm strong yeah. and that's that's the that's a paraphrasing of what he said but I feel like that's what he was getting to and the Kendall is this kid is manhandling this guy He's not—he's yeah. not like overpowering him at all. They're even, and then Kendall takes over. So he's trying to. So then what? He's trying to stab Kendall, and then that's when the cops finally help
1: us out. Uh yes. Yeah, the one so, where they runs come him in and like
0: headshots him. Like,
1: yes, that's right. He does come in and just <laughs> like shoots from the hip and just gets him.
0: That was a nice shot. It was funny because it's just like yeah. a red circle on his forehead. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's there, but another one of those quick cuts and he's like we cut out to like a further away shot and we see him kind of slowly fall backwards. That was
1: a cool shot. Yes,
0: that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I think it's weird. I think that's a weird moment, though, that Kendall has to be the one to save Riggs again. So he's definitely getting late after this. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Maybe. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so where are we at now, man? We're at the end of this movie. This is the climax. Our vigilante yes. guy has self save the day. And then, is this where we get that first ending? That should have been the ending?
1: Yes, because we get... I know which... I don't remember which one comes first. The first one, one is one the closet is, thing. Okay, that's what I kind of thought. Is that, yeah, they end up discovering that behind the bookshelf is, like, a secret hatch where there <laughs> is the pieces that have been stolen have been formed into i guess the perfect woman
0: bro the way that i laughed at how casually they're looking at this stuff after a murder and you almost got killed and somebody just got killed you almost got murdered a knife was like inches from your chest bro and your face and you're casually looking at oh this is a nice puzzle just the casually looking at they're they're casually touching evidence
1: <laughs> yep,
0: yep. I guess we know who the killer is so it doesn't matter at this point so we're just gonna casually touch the evidence so then they walk over to a closet or something and they touch something and a body the yes. body falls out yes. of a trap door to like, so was this the freezer is a trap door to the freezer
1: it might be that actually is a good point it could be like he might have set something up where like where the body is positioned that he could like I don't I don't know why you'd have this, but like you could pull something and it would like spin, where that body would then come out.
0: And I thought it was crazy, just but think about it, bro. Like how casually they're doing this, and then the body comes out. Yeah. In another movie, but we're still it's still early '80s. But I feel like that was a the '70s thing, the freeze frame. So I don't know. I feel like when the body falls on them, that should be a freeze frame, and we go to credits, right? Shouldn't it? Didn't it feel like that? Did you feel like anything else was gonna happen after that?
1: I mean, not normally.
0: I felt felt like that was our ending. But no, we go back outside and get an exterior shot and then we come back in (laughs) again and this body's on the ground and Kendall's still here just casually hanging out for no reason because this is a crime scene and I don't know why he's still here and why they haven't got him out and got more officers on scene yet. I don't know. Didn't doesn't at some point the guy tells him, let's start, invest, let's start searching this place. Does he yeah, tell Kendall right. that? Cause they're having a conversation of a couple words here before what's about to happen. <laughs> the second ending. <laughs> and at this moment, Kendall's like, all right, so I'm, 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 you know, I'm a cop. I'm a junior deputy. I just saw my first big case. I've saw several murders here during this case. I'm ready to be a vigilante. My Kung Fu training is almost done. I'm ready. And then as he's walking out, for whatever reason, magic, voodoo, this guy was the shadow. Maybe he was doing magic voodoo. He was going to bring this thing back to life, I guess. Who knows? We'll never know. And then the monster, the lady, reaches up and grabs his nuts and pulls him off.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's...
0: Why? Why add that for no reason? There's no magic element ever in this movie. There's no supernatural element ever in this movie. What the fuck are we talking about?
1: It's funny because, like, the last note in my. Like, the last note I have is. Crushing His Balls is literally <laughs> what it was. I couldn't remember what that was. It but that Evil it,
0: Dad that... or something. Like,
1: what was that? As you said it, I'm like, oh, my God, that's what it was. That's why I wrote that. And I guess the moral
0: of the story is if you're a cocksmith out here on the streets, back in these days, that meant you had to die. In, in 80s right? movies, logic, anybody that's having too much sex is going to die. That's So, yeah. sorry, Kendall, even though you were going to be an awesome vigilante cop, you us saw the murder, but you had too much sex in the movie, so you had to die. Whoa! Well,
1: so he 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 got his punishment. Why was
0: that choice made? They thought the first one wasn't good enough.
1: I have no idea. Like I,
0: that seems like an easy part. cut. Like why not just cut it? the body falling out of the closet was your last second jump scare. That's your any movie has that. Yeah, you can have that. Yes.
1: But just freeze frame. That's, that's good enough. Freeze and, frame, and, and, and that works. Like that's fitting. Like that is like. Perfect. Like chef's kiss. Like it's perfect. Yes,
0: exactly. Chef's kiss. I did the chef's kiss when the body falls because I thought it was going to freeze frame him on the ground making a scary face. The fact that we go outside to an exterior shot and come back in blows my mind. That blew my mind. I was like, are you serious? I watched it again to see if I missed something. Just that ending part. I'm like, what did I miss? Why did we need to do this? There was just right, but no. But yeah, that's a way to end. It. That's a way to end the movie for sure. If you want to get it more bloody, but why not just end it there instead of showing the body? Well, I guess you have to show the body come out to have the body. But
1: yeah, I do. I'm not sure. I feel
0: like do one or the other. <laughs> that's what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it's awesome. It's an awesome shot, but do one or the other. Don't yeah. don't do both. It's, it's it's over the top, but this movie was over the top at some point, So it, That's true. It it definitely
1: <laughs> is at times.
0: But it was a lot of fun, man. I want to be honest. It's it's a fun movie. I cannot Agreed. I cannot say it wasn't fun. I can't say the kills weren't great. <laughs> I had a lot of I had a lot of fun with that. So uh, okay, man. I guess that's the end of this movie. But now it's time to uh, jump in and do some reviews of it. Okay. And I know we always, I don't know, I never know who went first or last or anything like that. So um, I
1: think I have a note in here that I'm going to go second this time. So I'll let okay. you, you go ahead first? and go first.
0: Okay. So we're going to jump into the acting for the first year of this one. So this was kind of hard, man, because I don't, Agreed. I don't feel like the acting was bad, but it was over the top at times. Yes. But I really feel like the direction was given to some of these people to do that. I don't feel like they made the choice to be over the top. I don't know why, because because several people at time it's not throughout. So some characters level off and, and go up and down. But I feel like right. some people are over the top. And I feel like somebody told them to do that. So I'm gonna be right about average on my acting. I'm gonna give it about a two point five to I, I could go three easily. I might I might go three. But I'm thinking two point five. It's not great, but it's not awful. It's it's right at average and sometimes over the top for me. So I, I think ah, I'ma say three. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three. Cause it's average, but not over the top. But that two point five sounds a little closer to what I really what I really witnessed. I don't know. Man, that's I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna stick to it. Three. <laughs> right. I'm going three. Cause I like the dean a lot. I'm going three. I like this persona.
1: Okay. Perfect. Um, I actually was going to come in Um, we're right, very close to each other. I'm coming in at a 2.5 just because of like the acting's not bad. Nobody's really good for me. So if, like, for me, it, I, I do agree with you. I'm wondering if some of this is the direction, not so much just how they decided to perform it. There is some overacting though, where I'm just like, that's a weird choice to go with. But I'm gonna come in right there in the middle at a 2.5.
0: Okay, yeah, now I'm, I'm I was tottering back and forth on that 2.5 because yeah, I felt like that's what it was. But for some reason, I, a couple of characters I did like. So. Uh, okay, uh, for our cinematography look at a film. I thought this movie was surprisingly shot way better than I didn't expect this. It was gonna look like this. It, yeah. it seemed like it was a really good transfer, whatever they transferred it from, because the picture on Tubi was really good. Like when I was watching it. Yeah. I thought it looked really good. Sometimes you get really like dirty, you know, prints of it. Oh yeah. But this was a pretty clean print. So if you watch it on Tubi, I think you're getting one of the better <laughs> better quality looks at it. But um I thought the way they shot it was good. I thought the kills, the way they did the editing, cutting away really quick, showing just enough. So I'm actually gonna be at a four, man. I'm gonna give it a four. Because I really thought they did a great job, especially And really, really, it could be, I think it's probably a 3.5, really. But I'm giving them that extra five just because I really think for the low budget and what they were working with, I think they really overachieved what they produced. So that's why I'm going to give them a four on it.
1: Okay. Actually, we're going to be dead on here. So I'm also giving them a 4. And actually cause like I was actually hovering between a 3.5 and a 4. You actually said something that swayed me to go to the higher rating because I was like, "You know what? He's right is that this is a lower budget film and it looks better than it should, which is very like impressive actually." Yeah. And for me, I'm with you. It's like they have some really good shots here that again, probably better than what they should be able to for an exploitation slasher film like this and I know when I was originally watching it I was kind of annoyed that they kept cutting away from it but then I actually kind of started to like reflect on it as we got later in the movie and I'm like oh they're doing that more strategically because they either can't make it look real enough Mm -hmm. or they don't have the effects to make it look better and so they're giving you as much as they can before they cut away which I give them a lot of credit for I mean you know today it'd be CGI so I mean being back in 82 they don't have that luxury so I'm going to give them the credit I didn't go for okay yeah I'm
0: with you man yeah I thought they, they did really good at what they had available man. like sometimes people take advantage of what they have sometimes people don't and they actually did on this one right all right so let's jump into the music man Now, this is something that I didn't really nothing jumped out to me man it all it jumped out to me for the wrong reasons I feel like some <laughs> of the music was really cheesy yes and uh they took some like hits from other movies it felt like because some of those like moments like jump scare hits sound like another movie i'd heard before so they may have grabbed that some of that but the actual music itself man nothing there wasn't a theme that really stuck out as the theme of the movie or anything not for me so i'm gonna be at a two they did the bare minimum of what you're supposed to do music wise
1: okay okay um for me i'm actually gonna go with a three only because of the couple scenes of diegetic music oh yeah i love that they incorporated actually into the movie because i would be if not for those two scenes i would have been at like a 2.5 because like this does have like some decent like almost gialli like music where you kind of have that like smooth jazz almost i will say the smooth jazz they played before the like pool scene when she's getting undressed I was like okay this is cheesy as hell like you don't <laughs> need to go that far with it but I think for the most part the like music does do well enough it's it's definitely not iconic it's not one that I'm going to remember after we get done recording this I just think they do some the, those two scenes really just kind of gave it a bump to give me the three
0: yeah I'm, I'm with you man I did like
1: that I didn't even, I forgot about that
0: but that it was kind of cool that they made it a gigantic dy- 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 kind of thing with the music a couple times right. You know what, man, this director, man, I I give him credit for some of this, man. Because I feel like that was some choices I didn't agree with. But for the most part, I feel like the creative choices like that worked for the most part. I don't think most of the stuff that he was trying, except for the acting tips he may have been given. We don't know (laughs) that some of that stuff didn't work out, but (laughs) I was down with everything else. So, okay, where are we at now? The story plot?
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Okay, man, for that, I'm going to be at a three. Okay. Uh, I thought. I thought the story was, it's, it's a pretty straightforward story. There really isn't a lot of twists and turns, but, but I do like how they kind of play with the story. Like, like the Dean is the killer and he set up the message being sent late mm-hmm. or whatever. And he set up, he set up stuff to like, I even wonder now, like, was he making Willard seem like he was the killer? So he chose the chainsaw for that reason. Cause he knew yeah. Willard was doing it to to give him somebody to, another to give a red herring. Cause he knew that that guy was doing it, and then also like what was the other moment you brought up that he did something else? He was he was plotting in the background, which I thought was cool. Once yeah. you find out he's the killer, so I did I did think the story was kind of cool from that aspect, but it's not really deep. It's pretty surface level story. We don't really know what made him get crazy. You just kind of speculating. That's all we can really do. About the mom, I mean, they give you that little tidbit of the mom, so you can kind of see that there's some damage trauma there. But you know, it's it's a '80s type deal where you just have a person. We know they're screwed up for some reason. I love Michael Myers. You see a, a one scene from childhood, and you know he's screwed up. You just don't know why. So it felt like that Michael Myers killing moment. They probably said, "Hey, let's let's use that. Let's use a moment like that." <laughs> Honestly, so I'm, I'm gonna stick with my three man. It was decent enough. It could have been better, but it was better than it probably should have been. The same thing I said with the cinematography—they did tie in some things that I didn't realize they were doing. So I mean, it honestly could be a little higher than that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick
1: with it. Okay, I'm coming in slightly lower. I you make up some you made some good points though. I will say that is I came in with a two point five just because it is a very straightforward story. There already have been other slashers, in my opinion, that just kind of have this. We don't know why the killer is doing what he's doing, but he's just killing. What I do love, though, is the different references to, like, pieces and how it kind of factors in with puzzle. And then how, like, the killer is taking pieces of people to, like, almost put people together as a jigsaw. And you also said the thing about, like, the killer setting up little, like, distractions so he could work and everything. That stuff's all great and everything like that. I wanted just a little bit more I don't think it's bad. Like I don't mean by giving it like a an you know, average score that I think it's a horrible thing. It does what it needs to, so this is not a slight in any way for it. I just think that because it's just kind of average in most of its pieces that I'm going to come in in that score there in the middle.
0: Okay. That's fair enough, man. But yeah, I, I think they could have made that story just a little bit better, and it could have yeah. been even better. This is the kind of movie that, again, they always said, well, this is remake territory, remake this kind of movie. I think if you just Great. flesh it out, you flesh out this kind of movie a little bit more, you might have something. something You can. Yeah. You might catch that uh, nostalgia that everybody's looking for and they're trying to make these movies that are semi-80s feeling, but not really. You know what I
1: mean?
0: Yeah. I feel like, so I feel like now that some people are trying to come back to that a little bit. Trying to. But I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to sure. get there. But we'll see. But uh, okay, where are we at? Experience? Yes. Okay, so my experience on this movie... It was actually pretty high, and I think it's because I didn't really have any expectations going in. And what I got was a lot better than what I expected. So that made my experience a little bit higher because I, I really was excited about the kills. I thought they were they were, they were were pretty quick, and they were coming. I was excited about – I'm not excited about the nudity, but I thought, all right, some nudity. But then after a while, I was like, okay, this is getting a little yeah. too much. But at first, I was like, all right, we're crossing eyes. We're dying teeth. We got some POV. Like, we're really doing something here. So, you know what? I'm going to be at a four because I had a lot of fun with this movie. I enjoyed a lot of things about it. I enjoyed the kills. I enjoyed. I thought a lot of odd things happened and I was questioning some things in the movie. But it was all in good fun. So, I'm going to be at a solid four for this movie.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm actually just right below you. I'm at a 3.5. Like, this movie is a blast. Like, not everything makes sense and that's okay. Like, it's literally just. Let's go with the flow with most of this and, you know, watch these kills and everything like that. And I'm actually glad that we, you know, that we both kind of just decided that we were going to finally take this one off the like the list and everything like that. Because this is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is something you always find some, uh, you always find a lot of really good uh, picks for us, man. Because I remember you were asking me when we were talking about uh, coming back and, uh, and doing another uh, show. You were like, hey, yeah. don't you don't have any picks. I'm like, no, nah, I'll let you pick, man, because you always find <laughs> the <That's fair. laughs> you know, diamond in the rough movies, man. I find a lot of them just because I watch a lot of movies. But like the movies that I I forgot titles of more movies than I've watched in my life. Uh, I, I would. Yeah, <laughs> because there's so many movies that I've seen and I just can't remember the title. And if I don't write it down or save it on a watch list or something, it's so hard to find some of these titles again. So I'm like, man, so I'm glad that you were able to, you have, you have a a Rolodex of cool movies just at the standby. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to give this director another watch with slugs for sure. I'm going to yeah, try to find sure. Riff, but I found slugs already. So I'm going to watch that. 100%. It's on, it's on, I think it's on Tubi, matter of fact.
1: I believe so. Cause I think it's where I watch it.
0: Yeah. So I will be watching that for sure. You got that. So, okay. I got to get the final, my final, uh, review of this one. Okay. So my final, uh, I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be I'm almost at a seven, but I'm going to be probably closer to about a 6.5, 66% okay. maybe. Something like that. It Just just as a general rating, I think it's a lot of fun and I think it's definitely worth a watch. But I mean, as far as what we're going to get in 80s movies, I don't know if it's like a top tier movie or anything like that.
1: That's fair. Yeah,
0: that's fair. It's it's probably closer to the middle of the pack with it with a lot of movies, but in general, what you get when you watch it is a lot of fun. So if we're going just based on a fun scale, it's a hundred percent worth your time and a watch. But just in a general sense, I think it's probably close to about a 6.5, 66 okay. percent for me.
1: It's actually kind of funny. Is like my official rating, just because I don't usually use like quarter ones, mm-hmm. is going to be a seven, but because, like, on this one, we just have no rules and we can do what we want here, is I'm actually at, like, a 6.75. Okay. So, like, we are, like, really close and everything there because, like you said, this isn't a perfect movie. This isn't even one of the upper echelon, like, 80s slasher movies. This one is a lot of fun, though, and it does some different things that I will give it credit for. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is one I will definitely watch again, for sure. Yeah,
0: it's definitely worth it. Especially if you're into, like, you know, the older styles of slasher. And this is, like, Origins, man. Like, this is early 80s. So people are still, and 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 I know we say it a lot. I know I personally say it a lot, that this looks like this movie or this looks like that movie. But at this mm-hmm. time, and even now, everybody pulls and choose takes from each other in this kind of genre. So everybody's taking little pieces, trying to see what they can make it better or make their own version of it. So I just enjoy so much when we see movies like this where you know that other people saw it and they say, you know what, I would like to do this, but this way or i'd like to take this moment and you know expound upon it another way or you know what i mean so i like movies that have those elements a lot where something else could come from this if if they would stop remaking the same <laughs> movies over and over again
1: agree something
0: great could come from these movies they just for some reason the people with the money don't don't know that
1: <laughs> yes that is absolutely <laughs> true absolutely
0: but yeah man but yeah um I love it as a as a movie to have some fun with. This is probably be a great movie to get yeah. some friends together and have a, have some yes, drinks
1: and Absolutely. You
0: know, check it out. So, yeah, definitely recommend for that aspect of it. Okay, man. Well, I guess that's the end of the show here. Anything else you want to add, you know, anything you want to promote before we get off the air
1: tonight? Um, I would just say that um, everywhere that you you know find this podcast, you can find my other show of Journey with a Cinephile, a horror movie podcast. Outside of that, if you want to see any of my written stuff, that is horrorreview.webnode.com.
0: All right. That's awesome, bro. And uh, anything, Dark Mariachi Studios on Google, man, you can check me out on YouTube, Instagram, and all the social medias. I got a lot of stuff going on with more of my short film stuff. I got a big summer plan. So I'm really hoping to be able to Perfect. knock about Three to four more uh, sci-fi, horror, suspense type drama. Those are the kind of yeah. genres I'm trying to get into this summer. Yeah. So I got I got some plans and I got some scripts ready. So we'll see what I get done, guys. I'm sure we'll get another show in at some point and We'll see where I oh, am, yeah. but for sure, check out. I, if- I know
1: at least for me now that my life is settling back <laughs> in, I definitely will. You know, not be. Delaying the show any longer on my end And
0: make so. make sure you guys send thoughts and prayers To our dad here, Dave Because he's working hard <laughs> Making sure the baby's good, making sure the wife's good They're both working hard at that So make sure you guys are sending him some thoughts <laughs> You know, making sure he's good And positive vibes for that But yeah, man, and also uh, I just want to say congratulations again, man I know, I know, because I've talked to you off, offline about it But uh, yeah, man Just congratulations on that whole situation With the family, man
1: I appreciate it, sir.
0: Yes. So, all right, guys. You know, check out everything Journey with a Cinephile, everything Dark Mariachi Studios. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up, man. You want to go ahead and
1: sign out? Um, this is David from Journey with a Cinephile, a horror movie podcast, and I am signing off.
0: And it's your main man, Jake, from Dark Mariachi Studios. And don't
1: forget, be one of us. Come on a journey with a Cinephile. Good evening.
0: We are tonight's entertainment.
1: Sidequest. I think cinephiles are, are on this other end of the spectrum. But I think a cinephile is more of a student of cinema. A movie lover is going to be less discriminated. Sidequest. Doing some of this, Michael, be one of us. Sometimes, that is better. I'm be sick of using one too many movies. Now don't you blame the movie! Sidequest. said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. Okay. Show me. SideQuest. The podcast. You opened it. We came. It's just a podcast. We'll review your movie from every angle. SideQuest.